Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting episode on amplifying girl voices through digital art. As usual, I'm your host and my name is Faith Maya, but you can call me Fafi. And I'm joined by my co-host. Hello everyone, my name is Kuzai Shishbaya and welcome back to the Studio Talk podcast where we seek to amplify girls' voices through digital arts. My name is Kuzai Shishbaya, again, you can call me Casey. And today we're joined by some amazing guests. We would like you to introduce yourselves. Hello everyone, how are you? It's good to be here. Indeed it is. The vibe is correct. Thank you. My name is Miss Precious Inglovo, but you can just call me Miss P. I'm Miss A.T. Moyo, but you can just call me A.T. Okay, it's nice to have you here. Okay, welcome, feel welcome. Okay, so this week we're going to be talking about sexual education in school. Is it important? Please explain that to us. Wow, what an interesting topic. But you know, when we say sexual education or sex education, that's rather gross for me. Why? Because when I get into class and tell you that today we're talking about sex education, mm-hmm. you will think of it as intimacy. Okay. Rather, why not coin it as sexuality education? And it's really relevant. Mm-hmm. It has to be taught in schools, although there might be challenges since yes. we come from different cultural backgrounds. Yes. Miss P, can you... Yes, and when we're talking about sexuality education, one important aspect is that we give accurate and information that is culturally relevant, and it should be age-appropriate. So out there, just be safe. Know that information that you're going to give is relevant to your child. Okay, so therefore the question here is, what is this sexuality education, this sex education which we are talking about? Okay, when we're talking of sexuality education, um, it ca- encompasses a lot of things, mm-hmm. right? There, um, maybe before I try to, to like, uh, define it, I might give the concepts that, en- uh, that encompass it. There is the human uh, relations, there is the personal skills, there is the relations, there is culture, and a lot more. And the part that I like about those components is the health part. Okay. Oh, yes. And, um, you know, like she mentioned earlier on, there is the, appro- the age appropriateness. You know, we deal with uh, different age groups at schools. Yeah, so yeah. it has to bring out a certain message to a particular age group. Okay. That so is what are the basics of sexual education or sexuality education? Just like, uh, okay, just like we put the concepts, the human relations, the um, personal skills, the culture, the realization, you know, when we look at sexuality education, mm-hmm. the um, cultural background of it, you know, for some, it seems as a taboo. Mm-hmm. For some, it's okay to really talk about it. But now, you know, since it's a cross-cutting issue, yes. regardless of the cultural beliefs, we still have to really talk about it for your own development. Okay, so you talked about health. Which brings me to this topic of SRHR, sexual reproductive health rights. What is your take on sexual reproductive health rights and relation to sex education or sexuality? Oh, thank you very much, Kutsi. That's a good question. You know, when you're talking about rights, you can't talk of the right hand without talking about about the left hand. So those two have to balance. So whenever you say rights... Remember that you should talk about responsibilities. responsibilities. So, Fifi, you should know your responsibility after this show. Okay, thank okay, you. Thank I, I, I will, I'll note that. Okay. You know, like, you know we, we talked about the sexual health there. Mm-hmm. In as much as you have the right to life, you have to be responsible for your health. Yes. That's, you know, it all comes in the sexuality education there. So, out of 10, how, how, what would you rate sexual education in school? 
11 out of 10. <laughs> I like that. Okay, okay, and why? <laughs> because without it, you're not there. Uh, why okay. are you coming to school? Okay, so is there a particular subject in schools? Is there a particular set, I don't know, things that we'll talk about sex education? You, you know, sex, sex, sex education, it's a cross-cutting issue. Yes. Come to Isindebele, eh. we talk of Imkubala Masigo, Auntie, Ugozikina, Konapananti, go to your history, it's there. It's a cross-cutting issue. Though now we have it under guidance and counseling. Yes, guidance and counseling is the custodian of okay. all these issues that you are talking about. But otherwise, in every subject, before you do your mathematics, there is a component of SLA Allow me there. to probe you right. Let's yes. say there's a child mm -hmm. who is indulging in sexual activity and likes having sex. Mm -hmm. What advice would you give her? Would you tell her to stop or to continue? Okay. You know, there are um, three, is it fundamentals? Maybe if I may put it that way, under sexuality education, yes. we have the programs, mm -hmm. the services, mm -hmm. we have also the syllabus. Mm -hmm. Now there is a girl child who is indulging, that's what you're saying. Yes. Then we have to offer services there. That's where the counselling goes in. Mm -hmm. Yes, the child is indulging, maybe the child is really failing to stop whatever she, she's doing. Okay. You know, counselling is a, is a process. It's not mm -hmm. an overnight thing. Yeah, there are various stages mm -hmm. that we go through. Mm -hmm. We have to journey together with the child. As a counsellor, as a guidance, as a GC teacher, I shouldn't be the judge of whatever she is doing, but I should befriend her, befriend her understand from where she's coming from, because there are certain issues that might be pushing the girl child to do whatever it is. It might be poverty, peer pressure, you know, many other reasons. Okay, so what Fafi said there in that question, and I quote, this child likes having sex. Mm -hmm. So how would you take that? What advice would you give to the child that likes having sex? Okay, you could see. The first thing, I would really like to appreciate the effort that the child would have. They just just put to come there, out. Just to come to me and say, ma'am, this is what I like. Because kids then, nowadays... Number two... Yeah. <laughs> Let's look at what she has said. She has said a lot about the guidance and counseling, about the services that are offered within the school setup. Yes. But then we also work with stakeholders. Mm -hmm. So after counseling that child, we are going to refer. Okay. Okay. And then the other thing, you know, fine, the child likes indulging. It might be difficult to get out of that thing. But eventually, with the right information, the child might even break free from that, right? Yes. And because at the end of the day, we're promoting Ubuntu, the philosophy of Ubuntu. And Ubuntu, okay. there are certain things that we expect from a child, that society expects from a child, and okay, yes. culturally or whatever. And then um, the other thing, right, you talked about Ubuntu and Osumnigil information, yeah. may decide that I've had sex before, but mm -hmm. there's something that is called secondary abstinence. Mm -hmm. Did you know about that, Fifi? No, I didn't. Right, secondary abstinence uh, comes when, let's suppose you have indulged in sex. Uh -huh. Something has happened right mm -hmm. then you after you have gone to your gc teacher she's given you accurate information mm -hmm. you then decide now no i'm deciding to stop here it's so which leads me to my question mm -hmm. should sexual education be referred to as a core curricular 
Activity. No, you can't say it's a co-curricular activity. Ubuntu. No. Ubuntu sisuga labo from birth. Ubuntu, that's what we're promoting, right? Yeah. So honestly, you can't say it's a co-curricular activity. It's it's actually mandatory. The schools should really have that. That's why we have uh, syllabuses for that. That's why we have manuals under the ZIMSEC website for that. That's why soon it will be an examinable subject. Because okay. we need to bring about Ubuntu or Ubuntu. Okay, so everyone, you have heard about how if you're a girl who's enjoying having sex, first of all, you should consider that you should use protection. Mm -hmm. But then again, as children, we always have this question, should condoms be accessible to us at schools? Wow. At school? Why? Right. No. When we're talking about school, schools have uh, 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 there's something mm -hmm. and then when we find that schools are not distributing centers. Mm -hmm. Their mandatory is to give correct information. And then we find that there are hospitals who have a mandatory of distributing. Yes. Besides, you know what I'm saying to you? I'm saying to you, abstain, right? Mm. Then when I give out a condom to you, I'm now contradicting myself. Yes. It's more like I'll be saying to you, go oh. out and indulge. Mm. And it's not part of a philosophy of wound. Mm. Okay. So what, what is being done about those teachers who abuse girls, making sexually explicit jokes around young girls? What is being done to those people? What are the measures that are taken? Right. That has been said. Mm. There are laws that are there. A code of conduct. Mm -hmm. So don't worry yourself. Those teachers who are doing that, they're going to face the what the wrath of Which the leads law. me to an example. <laughs> <laughs> we 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 had a story about uh, a well-known school where um the teacher used to like abuse young girls, not like, but then touching them inappropriately. Mm -hmm. And then the girls reported to the headmaster and the headmaster was like, no, this is one of our best geo teachers, so we can't get rid of him. So, if the father of the school is permitting such nonsense, yeah. who do we report to? You know, just like we put it, there are various stakeholders involved and mm -hmm. there are programs that are set for us, right? Mm -hmm. So when we go through the various programs, we have like, um, we, we talk to contact, we, there's Plan International, there's Ketimpilo in Mapisa, yes. there's the Dreams, you know, now you have your program, Amplifying Girls' Voices, right? Mm -hmm. If you cannot talk to the father of the school, you know, it's not really there's someone out there who's willing to listen to your story and they'll be dealt with accordingly. Okay, this then brings me to this question. Are teachers well equipped with the information to give us knowledge about sex education? Yes, to a certain extent you could see. Every time we have our staff meetings where we try and develop our teachers on these issues because we discover that some of them trained long back and these topics were, were not there. Yes. But those who are training currently at teachers' colleges, there is the life skills program. So they are equipped. But here in this sense, you remember we said for our definition of life skills, there we said that it should be what? should be scientific and accurate. Okay. So here and there, we try and upgrade the information. That so you know what, Miss P? There is something that I love. You say it to a certain extent. Mm. You know, when I actually talked to some of my colleagues yesterday, mm. I discovered that some of, us, some of us are really, I don't know whether I should say ignorant or we're just blank, we do not know. Mm. You okay. know, when you talk of sexuality uh, education, some of you tend to say it's just sex education. Kids are, are allowed to, 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 to have sex. sex. That's oh. how some people really perceive it. Hey, Silom Seven, Okay, yeah. Yeah, we okay. Really so which, which brings me to my question. 
where we have teachers that violate um, confidentiality. You know, as much the as... The <laughs> Exactly. You know, you'd be the... The topic of the school. Like, we, have a ca- we had a case where a girl got raped by her uncle. Mm-hmm. By break time, everyone knew. Even okay. form ones, including us form ones. And mm-hmm. form ones usually aren't included in such um, drama. The last ones mm-hmm. to know. So then, mm-hmm. what measures should we take when a teacher is violated? And please explain more about that secrecy act that is in school. You know, when I joined the service in 2009... I signed the Secrecy Act. Mm -hmm. If you come to me in confidence, then I speak out and tell people whatever you would have told me. Mm -hmm. Then I'll be disciplined accordingly. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just that maybe now when you tell a teacher, the teacher tells someone, you tend to be discouraged, you tend to get angry, you tend to walk away and say, I would rather die with my problems. No, there is someone who's willing to help you. If that person whom you would have trusted disappoints you, report that person they'll be dealt with accordingly. Okay. And, and the other thing, AT, right, we, in, in schools we have AMA guidance and counselling teachers. Mm-hmm. Most of these, they hold AMA counselling uh, certificates. Mm-hmm. And AMA counselling certificates, one of the ethics is to keep confidentiality. Mm-hmm. So you know that whatever you say in that room has to remain within the four walls. Of course, there is that thing which is called shared confidentiality, mm-hmm. whereby I can share with AT information about a, a certain child seeking assistance so that I can go and help Ukuzi to, to be at a, a better position. But all the same, it is wrong for a teacher to take information that has been shared in confidentiality and tell others. Okay. And then uh, the other thing that I discovered with the girls we mm-hmm. have nowadays, mm-hmm. they feel more comfortable talking to their male yes, teachers yes. than talking mm-hmm. to us. You know, at times maybe you might go to a male teacher and it mm-hmm. becomes difficult for him to keep whatever you would have told him because he would mm-hmm. not know how to handle the situation. Then in confidence, he comes to me, AT, not knowing that AT would actually, <laughs> okay. you know. Yeah. Okay, so now I guess it brings me to the this issue about normalizing our norms and values in a standardized way whereby mm. all of us agree on the norms and values that we have so we have parents students teachers and everyone in the society agreeing that this should happen and this should not happen is that correct yes, yes. you know when when we talk about these issues sisugaku community right community their parents community their community leaders Yes. So whatever happens in that community, right? Let's be part of of that. Okay. And remember, these days there's nothing for us without us. That is why now what we invite you guys to be part of our decision makings. So mm. when we're talking about the norms, we want to promote those norms that are what that will make you to be safe. We want our schools to be safe okay. places. And last. Are schools safe places for young uh, girls? <laughs> yes, they <laughs> are. Because currently, every school has what we call a 72 GPV hour desk. That mm-hmm. desk is situated in the guidance and counseling room where you are allowed to go and report any issue, any violation. Just go straight, you report that, and it will be dealt with within the 72 hours. And you know what? I got to this other school in the admin. Mm-hmm. There are committees for students. Mm-hmm. In, they were under the guidance and counseling department. Mm-hmm. But the committees for students were standing up for yes. children. Right. Yes. Okay. So I think after this, we all have to make sure that we go out there and then we educate students about these platforms which they have. Because... Mm-hmm. 
the truth is some of us do not know of these things and exactly. some of us are afraid that if we go and tell other teachers that are not you too they are going to spill the beans out there so i think it's going to be a duty for everyone to go out there and educate the students about such issues Yes, ah, yes, uh, you are very correct to put there about that. Um, Charlo Longo, we're too strong. Yes, Agula, we're too mogavani, mogavani. We are in this together. together. Okay, so what are your motivational words for young girls who are indulging to sex or victims of rape, or people who just want to rush into having sex? What are your words for them? Okay, um, you know what, sex, zaitola ikona, it is there, mm. it will always be there. It's worth the wait. Mm. No need to really rush into doing some of these things. Things that you regret at the end of the day. Mm. Has it happened that you are a victim, maybe of rape or some other, you know, misfortune? Mm. Speak out, get help, get counseling, Mm. Mm. and then practice that secondary virginity. And then when we look at it biblically, sex is something that's holy, Mm. something that's really sacred, something that's valued. So let's not just rush into doing these things. Any last words, ma'am, P? Right. I'll say, Mandomazan, I'll say, young people, get the correct information first before you act. With the right information, you are definitely going to make the right decision. Yes. Okay, this is just so sad that I'm about to end this because I learned so much from you. I didn't even know about the secrecy act. It was just a rumor. I thought it was a lie because, you know, we're students and everything. Thank you so much for coming today. Really had fun having you here. Thank you, everyone. This was part of the Amplifying Girls Voices Through Digital Arts Project. We'll see you next time. Please stay tuned.